everyone and welcome to another episode of Beauty Podcast. I am your host Naomi. Um, so you guys know I've been super tired this week because of um, the Afro Hair and Beauty Show. So yeah, off the back of that, I told you guys that one of the brands that we were representing is called The Glow Pot. And joining me today is Ophemi, from founder of The Glow Pot, the founder herself. So The Glow Pot believe that natural products are the key to soft, even and glowing skin. The Glow Pot is a premium skincare and cosmetics brand who are all about making your skin beautiful in a natural way. Their products are made from natural organic ingredients without any harmful or synthetic chemicals. Um, the Glow Pot is a skincare brand focused on giving you the skin you ultimately deserve and the tools to achieve this by not only providing the best quality products, but also by giving you well-informed advice on which products suit your skin type. So thank you very much for coming. Thanks for having me. I'm very happy to be here. I did. I, you know what I learned about for me today is that she had her own podcast, yeah. which... <laughs> Which I knew of as well. It was the Uncensored, po- Uncensored Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. I even remember the logo. Yes, oh my God, Small yeah. world. <laughs> Small world. It honestly is. So this, is all, this podcast is all about self-care, self-love, and it's got a flair of entrepreneurship. So today we're just going to go through it all. Big news if you haven't heard already. You can now get the Glow Pot products on the beauty website. So www.beautybyoti.co. All the Glowpot range is now available there so you can buy your hair and your skin products all in the same place. Okay, so first question, how did you get into skincare? So um, I used to, like I mentioned um I, say, I literally say this all the time, but I've told you about this before. Yeah. So I used to have really, really bad eczema growing up. Like it was really bad and that damaged my skin a lot. Um, and it kind of did, a ma- like had a massive negative effect on my self-esteem. And then I would go to the doctors and I'd, you know, ask them for products and I'd say, you know, I need to use this, I need to use that. They'd give me like steroid creams or they'd give me creams that would make everything worse. And I'd read the back of these um, products and it would say, Side effects may include skin rashes and skin lightening oh, and this gosh. and that. And I'd be like, this is exactly what I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> secure right now. Why would this... Pu-? And it just used to frustrate me to mm. no end. And I just... It got to a point when I thought, I just have to do this myself. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, I have to try and see what I can do for myself. So... I literally used to sit at home all day long, scouring through the internet, like and using, like going through different things. I'd be, there'd be times when my friends would come to my house, and I'd, I'd, you know, I'd open the door and I'd have like an oatmeal and yogurt mask on my face, and they'd be like, "Why? Why is there always something? <laughs> why are you always doing something to yourself?" But then these things started working for me over time, mm. and using more natural products worked wonders for my skin. So I thought that you know, like it's very difficult to find mm. just like purely natural products that mm. you can use on your skin and that will give you the desired effect. Mm. Um, so I thought, well, I can do this myself. If yeah. I, you know, if I'm sitting here creating these products from scratch at home and I would tell my friends, I'd go into the group chat, like guys, I did this, this and this today. Everybody do this and mm. then come back and tell me how it is. <laughs> I'd make like a little pot of something. I'd give it to my friend and be like, use this three times a week. <laughs> come back to me in three weeks and let me see your skin. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh my God, it actually works. And I'd be like, <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. So, and then I literally just started doing the research into it myself. And I thought, well, if I can do this all myself, like there's a lot of regulations behind it. So I have um, a team of biochemists that help to um, formulate my products and create them and test them for me. But 
yeah, there's, it literally was just out of necessity mm. because there's a lot of, using a lot of chemicals on my skin, I've got very, very, very sensitive skin. So I could use anything. I, I can't even use aloe vera on my skin. Mm. Like I'm actually like genuinely allergic. allergic to a lot. I have a lot mm. of allergies as well. So I thought I want to be able to formulate something that everybody can use from the most sensitive skin to the, you know, to the most durable skin. Mm. I want everybody to have a set of products that they can use at any time and not be worried that it's going to, mm. you know what I mean, break them out or give them any negative side effects. And mm. Here we are today. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing story. Thank you. Um, now, skincare mm -hmm. is... I feel like people talk about skincare more now than we usually do because we're starting Definitely. to realise that our skin represents us. Like, it's yes. the first thing people see, as you say. Exactly. So I think for me, like I always say that like your skin is like most, your skin is most of who you are. You know what I mean? Like when people see you, they see you from head to toe and they see your skin. Like that's yeah. the first impression that people make of you. And it does do a lot for your confidence or your self-esteem. Like having bad skin can make people feel, you know, bit, you know, very unconfident in themselves. It can knock your self-esteem a lot. Like I know from experience growing up, I used to have really bad eczema and it left a lot of scarring on my skin. And I was very insecure about that. Like, it would be summertime and my friends would be out in their little crop tops and I'd just be thinking, oh my God, I'm going to have to wear long sleeves mm. and, and I need to hide my, my skin. I need to not be able to show that. And um, so I just think since I've been able to kind of help myself in that aspect, there are a lot of people that you wouldn't even realise that there are people that have some issues with their skin. Like I meet people and they'd be like, yeah, I've got this scar on my back and I never wear short sleeve shirts because, or I never wear strapless because of this or I just, you know, my skin on my face and I can't not wear makeup. Yeah. And one thing I've found from a lot of my customers, like um, people I've given advice to or just people that have tried my products has been that my confidence has been boosted so much. I'm so confident to go out without makeup anymore. Mm. People have been stopping me in the street to tell me that my skin looks good. My friends and family have noticed, like, people say, I didn't even notice my skin was getting better until someone stopped me and said, you know, your skin looks fantastic. And they're like, oh my God, really, me? And you don't realise how much of an effect it actually has on your overall confidence and yeah. how you see yourself and how you feel about yourself. So Yeah, definitely. Because even when you have, like, a pimple that nobody else really actually notices, but yep. you know it's there, <laughs> so you feel super... So self-conscious exactly. for that whole day so skincare definitely is important so mm -hmm. I felt like for this podcast we could give skincare tips definitely. and I know nothing about skincare yes so I'm relying on you that's fine <laughs> I'm relying I'm on you more than happy to do that <laughs> um I think you know what one of the most important things with skincare is to know your skin type yeah a lot of people don't like a lot of people genuinely don't they say I, I'd be like oh so what's your skin type people ask me to recommend products and they're like and I'm like okay so what's your skin type I don't know, like, like brown? Like, no. no, 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 honey. That's not what we're talking about. But I think learning your skin type is very important. So there are kind of two ways that you can do it. Yeah. One of them is by using blotting paper. Okay. So you can use blotting paper, put that on your face. If obviously a lot of oil comes off that, then yeah. you have oily skin. Yeah. If it is quite dry, then you have dry skin. Yeah. If, like, you, it's oily in some places and drier in some places, you have combination skin. And if, like, you know, there's... A little bit of oil, but not a, a surprising amount or not an overwhelming amount, then you can have normal skin. And okay. there are a lot of different things with that as well. You can have combination skin, you can have irritated, dry skin. You can also, people don't realize a lot the oiliness of the skin can be caused by dryness and dehydration. So oh. yeah, there are a lot of steps that you need to follow. So I think the first step is to identify your skin type. Yeah, And then after that, it's kind of to look into the underlying causes of what makes your skin a certain way. So it might be that, 
if I have combination skin, say my forehead and my T-zone area is really oily and then the rest of my face is really dry, I can't use the same products on my entire face because oh. you kind of have to target certain areas and then get your skin tone to one sort of level. So it could be that you use a face mask over your whole face, but then you have certain products that you target for your oily areas mm. or certain products that you target for your dry areas. There's a lot. There's a lot. Well, in, I, in I didn't know that. Are there a lot of people with normal skin most people don't have normal skin. Most yeah. people's skin is like very one way or very the other way. Okay. Most people normally have like acne or they have like acne prone skin or blemish prone skin or they'll have like sensitive skin or dry skin. Most people don't have normal skin because most people don't know how to take care of their skin. Yeah. So it doesn't, do you know what I mean? It, there's not that kind of balance, which is why um, my products um, focus on promoting healthier skin in general yeah. to kind of get your skin on an even keel where it's like you can go for a, a day or two without using anything on your face and mm -hmm. it's still fine because your skin is balanced. The oil production is balanced. Your skin's not too dry. It's not too anything in any direction. It just okay. helps it be even and glowing, healthy, supple, smooth, all of that kind of stuff. So if I had, so I actually have dry skin. Yeah. So let's start with dry skin. Yes. What would you say is a regime for somebody who has dry skin? Okay, so for somebody that has dry skin, the first thing I would say is drink a lot more water. Like mm -hmm. if, even if you already drink water, maybe up that by just about maybe half of what you already do, just add that on top of it because your skin retains water. So if your skin is dehydrated, then you are dehydrated. You're not getting enough water. And most people don't realize that throughout the day you sweat in general. Mm -hmm. So if you're sweating, no matter how much water you're drinking, you still need to replace everything because you're losing, you know what I mean? Like all the moisture from your skin. Yeah. That's one. Another thing is to hydrate and moisturize your skin. So people kind of either do one or they do the other. Mm. People use a serum on their skin and then they won't moisturize. Or people will just use a moisturizer on their skin and they won't put a serum before. If you have dry skin, that is so necessary because... So to hide, when you hydrate your skin uh, with a serum, you need to seal in the moisture because... The environment takes a lot out of your skin, especially in London, especially in places where we're polluted all day long. You know what I mean? And people are touching your face. You're going about your daily mm. business, hydrating your skin and then locking in the moisture, especially if you wear makeup as well mm. on top of that, because it kind of a lot of things suck out moisture from mm. your skin and you don't mm. realize it just during the day. So, yeah, hydrate your skin and then seal in the moisture with um, a moisturizer. Okay. Using cleansers and things that are non-foaming okay because things with like try things that don't have soap in them more if you have dry skin because soap is very dry and it strips the oil the natural oils from your skin strips the moisture from your skin mm. which kind of it's too kind of collect the dirt from your skin but yeah. at the same time your skin's natural oils aren't being produced and this is why I said dryness can also cause oily skin because if your skin's too dry, it will start overproducing its own natural oils mm. to yeah to um, help um, rehydrate the skin. And then people realize that their skin's getting oily, so they will continue to not put oil on their skin yeah. or to moisturize or hydrate their skin because they think it's too oily now, but you don't yeah. realize that the underlying cause is dryness. Okay. So even people with oily skin, the first thing I would recommend is to hydrate your skin and to seal in the moisture because nine times out of 10, you don't have oily skin straight off okay. the bat. Your skin is too dry. Yeah. It, so that's... So that's on a day-to-day -day basis. Yes. In terms of... So I steam my face maybe once every two weeks. Okay. I would say... That would be good just as long as... So seaming your skin is good um, and it does help your skin retain more moisture, but you have to seal that in on top. So after mm. seaming your face, apply yes. a serum and yeah. then moisturize on top to lock in the moisture. Okay, because, serum because, yeah, and cream. And when you okay. steam... Um, so, okay, so steaming your skin is a good one because... 
what people don't realize is people think your pores open and close, mm. but they don't. They don't. They do not. Oh, they okay. do not open and close. Your skin I'm is learning not a something convenient new. shop. Your skin is not a restaurant. <laughs> your pores do not open and close. They actually enlarge and they don't shrink. Your pores can't shrink. So once your pores are enlarged, that means they're damaged and they're enlarged forever. That's your pores now forever. You can give the appearance of having tighter pores by making sure that they are clean. Okay. So once after you've steamed your face, I would say a good thing to do would be to exfoliate. Um, mm, after that, yeah. to maybe steam your skin, then use a mask and exfoliate okay. um, just to make sure that you have really detoxed and deep cleansed your pores. Okay. Because, yeah, that's another big one. Your pores will not shrink. They won't tighten. You can make them look smaller by keeping them clean and deep cleaning them. Like, So what's the point of steaming then? That's what I was so steaming. It's kind of, yeah, so it's kind of when you're steaming, yeah, it won't, mm. it won't open or close. And what okay. steaming kind of does is to kind of help to hydrate your face. It kind okay. of you're steaming your skin, but you're helping to, because steam is just water. It's yeah. just moisture. So you're helping to get more moisture to your face and on your skin and it your hair follicles are open all the time so the steam and will go inside of it steam and the idea is to kind of cleanse your pores as well with it so it helps them to kind of release and detox okay all the dirt and the whatever that's inside mm. your skin because when you start steaming your skin you start sweating mm-hmm. and when you start sweating then your skin starts kind of trying to clean itself like it starts the the hair follicles start trying to clean themselves and it helps to kind of remove all the dirt and toxins from your skin but on top of that because then they'll just sit at the surface yeah if you just steam your face and you carry on and go about your day yeah you're just kind of bringing everything to the top and that can give you spots and all that kind mm. of stuff so make sure that you Deep cleanse your pores after that. Okay. Very important. That's very deep cleansing is very, very important. And most people don't realize that. So another tip for oily skin is double cleansing. Mm. So if you have, yeah, if you have oily skin, um, I'd say cleanse with like just like a maybe a um a cream cleanser. Mm. Um to be fair, you can use a foaming cleanser as well if you have oily skin, if you're if it's not caused by dryness. But I would always say to try a, clean, a cream cleanser first. Okay. And then if you've identified that it's definitely not dryness that's causing your oily skin, then try a foaming cleanser after. What's the cleanser called from your range? That the would cucumber do? cleanser. So I have the cucumber mm. cleanser and I have the radiance cleanser. Okay. So the cucumber cleanser is very, very good for dry skin. It's also very good for oily skin. But for dry skin, because it's a cream yeah. and it's very moisturizing, I also say for people with oily skin, you can use it just as a moisturizer because it is a cream. Um, but what it does, is it cleanses deeper than your pores and it helps to retain moisture in your face because it's cucumber and cucumber's 90% water. Um, so it's very good mm. for water retention, yeah, and helping your skin to remain supple, okay. moisturized and like, you know, it helps to even out the skin tone as well because cucumber's very good for that. Did but, you say um, you can use it as a moisturizer? You can use it, so okay. yeah, as a moisturizer. So literally just apply one layer with the, mm. um, with the, um, with a cotton pad or something and mm. then just go about your business for the whole day. You could, I would definitely advise to, maybe try the serum and moisturizer after that but for, if your skin is genuinely just oily and there's nothing you can do about that then definitely try that because the less things you put on your skin the less kind of need it has to feel like it needs to cleanse itself or to okay. produce more oils to you know but yeah i think oily skin is normally dryness yeah and people don't realize that yeah people really don't realize that oily skin is. i, I didn't at all i'd say nine times out of ten it's caused by dryness Dry- mm-hmm. wow okay definitely that's good to know and then the mask so how often are you supposed to do a mask it's really up to you. I always encourage people to do what is best for their skin. Okay. Experiment and try. I And sorry, another question. What do masks actually do? I just do it because it feels good. Yeah, 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 yeah. So masks are actually, um, they're des- well, my masks, I know, because yeah. I do them with clay in them. Mm. And clay detoxes the skin, so it helps to bring all the impurities and toxins in your skin up to the surface. Okay. Yeah, so it, it's like a deep cleanse for your pores. And because my masks are non-drying, they also help your skin to remain moisturized at the same time. Because a lot of the time, if the impurities or the sweat and everything's coming to the surface of your face that means that your skin starts getting drier and yeah. your hair follicles 
are they're, they're cleansed and they're clean but then your face is also it's taking the oil up with it mm. because a lot of the time oiliness is what causes spots your your um pores or your hair follicles are mm. blocked with oil mm. as well as dirt so it's just taking all these impurities out bringing them to the surface of your skin mm. um so that's really mainly mm. what master is supposed to do to just help to detox your skin okay um yeah but mine help to also retain moisture because a drying mask is they can be good they can mm. be really good just as long as if, if it's a drying mask i would say not to use it more than one to two times a week okay. because that can kind of irritate your skin in a different way but if it's a non-drying mask, I would say you can use it up to three to four times a week because... Um, oh, wow. And I'm here like two, once a month. No, no, no. I, I would, I, sometimes I use a mask every day. Can wow. I, yeah, I honestly do. But that's just when I'm going above and beyond a mask in routine. Because yeah. my masks are so like, there'll be times when I just put on a mask in the morning and I'm just at home for the whole day. I wake up and I, I, I literally go to sleep and I wake up and I'm like, that was a bad idea. I've just slept with that mask. It's been about 18 hours. <laughs> oh my God. I haven't bothered to clean this thing off my face. Don't sleep with masks on, guy. That's a terrible, <laughs> terrible idea. But yeah, so because they're non-drying, you forget that they're on your face. Yeah. Sometimes you just go about your business. But at the same time, like you're also sweating. So it's kind of like bringing, it's like detoxing for the whole day okay, long. Okay, yeah. And then you wash it off. And I'd say also to scrub. So after using a mask, it is good to kind of also deep cleanse your face again just to make sure that you know that all the toxins and everything are removed because Mm. like i said it brings it to the surface if you don't wash that all properly if you don't cleanse your skin properly then it's all just going to go straight back in in, like into your pores and Mm. into your hair follicles and just you know counterproductive and give you the same kind of issues that you were looking to um yeah to remove in the first place so we've got um you should moisturize yes you should hydrate and Hydra- then moisturize hydrate moisturize mm-hmm. and do a mask two to three times a week yes is there anything else you would recommend i would definitely recommend so this is the, the process that i recommend skin. for people so i this is the steps that yes. i have like the general steps but like i would say to people you can mix and match you can switch and change whatever your skin likes do but this is mm. just the general guideline we give so we yeah. say scrub yeah then mask yeah or you can do mask and then scrub it depends what you like but so i'd I do mask and then scrub because I think if I'm detoxing my skin, I want to scrub off all the impurities and exfoliate my pores and then you cleanse. Yeah. So I normally do my cleanse. I normally would use the, either the radiance cleanser or the cucumber cleanser, Mm -hmm. then the honey face wash Mm -hmm. because it's like a real deep cleanse. Then Mm. I use the orange and aloe toner um, to kind of tone and even, and that helps to rebalance the um, oils in your skin. But because there's aloe in it, it's very soothing for the face as well. And doing masks on your skin it's like kind of putting your face through a lot you put a mask on your face you really really cleanse your face so the toner kind of helps to in the routine it's like it's all gone up 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 your skin's been getting a lot and then the toner kind of helps to bring it back down okay and to kind of relax your skin and to soothe it and get you prepared for your pores to be you know to be clean and for mm. nothing to and it kind of also gives it like a aloe is very soothing it's also got antibacterial properties so does vitamin c yeah um so yeah, there's that. And then after the toner, you hydrate with a serum yeah, and then moisturize. And that's you nice. done for the day. Um, I would normally say to do those steps at nighttime during the day. And we also have an eye cream as well. So I always use the eye cream before bed. Like okay. always, always, always. Okay. Um, it's so good. And the cleanse and the toner, when do you do that? Only when you've used the mask? So no, you can cleanse and tone regardless. Cleanse and okay. tone every day. I would say okay. most, if you have... More oily skin, as in if your skin's genuinely just oily, you've got your skin produces too much oil, I'd say to do that twice a day. Okay. If your skin's drier, I would also say to do it twice a day, but you can do it just once a day at the end of the day. Okay. Or you can just do um, the cleanser during the day and then you do your moisturize and then, I mean, then you'll hydrate and then moisturize and then you can tone at the end of the day. But what toning also does is to help, um, it kind of helps your to even out your skin complexion as well. Mm. It's very, very good for even out the skin complexion because um, vitamin C and the orange in it, 
really, really good for promoting healthy skin. Mm. Vitamin C is essential for healthy skin, guys. Essential. Vitamin C is really good for healthy skin. Vitamin E is very good for healthy skin. And vitamin A as well. So we have a vitamin A moisturizer. But um, using them individually as well is like, fantastic. Oh, learning so much. Yes. Okay, so... So that's everything for dry skin, would that, you say? Yeah. I would say, yeah, for dry skin, but also skin in general. Okay. Most skin kind of requires the same things um, a lot of the time, but yeah. we can move on to like oily, oily skin. skin. Yeah. Yes. So for oily skin, I would definitely say the first thing to do is to identify why your skin is oily. Like I said, a lot of the time, dryness is the cause of oily skin, but sometimes it can be certain products that you're using are causing your skin to kind of overproduce or because you don't realize how drying these products are. Like I said, if your skin is too oily you tend to kind of overcompensate to kind of make it drier mm. um people want to you use too many masks like in, in too short of a basis and then you don't moisturize your face on top so i would definitely say when people come to me about um dry skin about oily skin i recommend them the same like similar kind of steps as someone with dry skin but okay. i kind of say to maybe do it one day less during the week or i say okay. so yeah so using a mask so clay masks, again, are very good. They help to detox the skin. So anything that kind of would be clogging the pores and making them, you know, want to produce more oil to yeah. kind of flush out whatever's inside the skin or make you more sweaty and that kind of stuff. So definitely that's a step. Um, the toner is very, very good for oily skin. Like it's fantastic for oily skin because aloe, like I said, is very soothing, mm. but it also helps to rebalance the skin's oil productions as well. So, and it promotes healthier skin just in general. Mm. So your skin kind of learns how to produce the oils on its own and what my products do is especially the marula oil as well marula oil is very good for oily skin and mm. people don't want to put more oil on oily, oily skin but mm. it's a non-comedogenic oil which means it doesn't clog your pores um, and it's also it's very similar to the oils that your skin naturally produces mm. so your skin then doesn't feel like it's it needs to produce too much oil because it's getting a similar sort of oil already on you know mm. coming onto it so that can really help mm. a lot with oily skin but i would also say sealing in the moisture of your skin your the steps are really the same. The mm. steps are actually really the same because most, yeah, most of the time what causes oily skin is dryness. Like yeah. most people just the underlying cause of their skin is just dryness. Mm. But I'd also say, um, what else is good for oily skin from the range? The mask mm. and the um, Akai and Goji Berry Scrub. Fantastic. Oh my gosh. Another thing for oily skin, mm. do not over exfoliate your face. Okay. It over exfoliating can damage your pores. Okay. Once your pores are enlarged, that means you, you know, are more prone to having oilier skin because your pores are bigger. Do you get new pores? I know that sounds weird, no, but are they there? The pores for that life? you have on your face are just the pores that you have on your face. Oh, like, wow. yeah. Because it's like the same, it's like the hair follicles on your face as well. You don't, they don't grow and redevelop. Like, because mm. obviously you shed skin, but you're, it's all there. The, the, yeah. Those are what they are. Like, once your pores are damaged, they're actually just damaged for life. That's how you see some people sometimes they have really enlarged pores because for a long, long time they were mistreating their skin oh um, and their pores have been damaged for the, like so their entire scary. life. Yeah. Mm. So, um, over exfoliating a lot of people don't realize they're doing it because your skin is oily you start getting more spots and you start thinking that the way to kind of get rid of these spots mm. is to exfoliate your skin every single day I spoke to somebody not too long ago and they said they exfoliated their skin every single day and I nearly died of a heart that attack that was me I exfoliate my skin every no, day no <laughs> please please I beg everybody listening out here, if you exfoliate your skin every day, please stop. You are okay. damaging your skin It's so, so hard much. because I feel like, you know when you, you're in the shower and you're exfoliating, mm -hmm. dirt, like actual dirt is coming, coming out. Off. Yeah, it is, but your, your skin's going to be dirty anyway. Do you know what I mean? That's why you need to double cleanse on a day-to-day -day basis okay. to make sure that you're cleansing your skin after you shower. Even after you shower, it would be good to just cleanse your skin because just mm. to make sure that, you know, mm. it's as clean as it possibly can be. Mm. But over exfoliating is a nightmare. Like, 
Honestly, you're just damaging your pores every single day. You're literally just... It's like, it literally is like scratching your face every single day. I like, thought that was brilliant. Over and over again. No, not... Okay. So how do you clean? So are we using a sponge? Are we using a flannel? Are so we... it's up to you, whatever your skin like. Some okay. people's skin is more sensitive so that they mm. can't use a sponge to kind of scrub on their face. Yeah. But if you're using an exfoliator, the best way to get a deeper cleanse in your pores is not to scrub harder, it's just to go for longer. So if you okay. normally exfoliate your skin for five minutes in the shower, try doing it for 10 minutes at the same kind of consistency as you normally do. So like gently exfoliating your skin. You mm. don't need to scrub, 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 scrub deep so, into your pores. So on a on a day-to-day basis to clean your face, you're, you're, you're just saying you so... I would just use soap, soap and wash and your face water. and come at, use yeah soap and, and water. But don't scrub you it. You don't need to scrub at your skin <laughs> that much. You don't do. use soap and water and then a cream cleanser after just to make sure that everything's out. If, even if you want to use a mask beforehand mm. to make sure that you know you've risen all the um, impurities and toxins to the surface of your skin. Wash off the mask. Jump in the shower. Wash off you know the remnants of the mask and then just. To give your skin a deep cleanse. Mm. Your skin's going to be dirty anyway. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you will sweat constantly. You are yeah. sweating all throughout the day. Yeah. Even when you're cold, your skin produces sweat. You're going to go outside. There's going to be things in the air, but constantly scrubbing at your skin isn't going to make... It's just going to irritate it. And mm. it is very irritating for the skin. And that does cause oiliness a lot. You're just irritating your skin all mm. day long. So it's trying to... And that sometimes causes rashes. It causes blemishes. It also causes acne. And then your skin's trying to repair itself. So when your skin's overproducing the natural oils, that means your skin is not healthy and it's trying to repair itself. Okay. That's what it is a lot of the time, to use the natural oils of your skin mm. to kind of make itself feel better and to replenish what's been lost from you stripping away at it all day with all these millions of different things that you're doing and all this scrubbing. Oh, okay. I, can't, I can't express how much I want people to stop <laughs> exfoliating every day. The most you need to exfoliate, the like the absolute maximum, and this is literally... If you're having like a bad skin week, I exfoliate maybe once a week, if that. Well, I just don't understand how you one to your, two times a week is fine. Your your pores just don't like block up, and it just feels good because like it, it does. But at the same time, like then you 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 do start mm. to realize that with me, for example, if I exfoliate more than once a week, I start getting spots. Okay, because my skin hates it. Okay, my skin absolutely hates it. And once I realized that, I was like, well, forget this. Then I'll yeah. just you know do another method. There are yeah. other ways to clean your skin other okay. than exfoliating it. Your skin sheds on its own anyway. Your skin exfoliates itself anyway. Okay, like your skin is shedding all the time, so you don't need to. Unless you're noticing like particularly dry patches on your skin, mm. that's when I would say to try and exfoliate maybe maybe three times in one week and then kind of go down. If it's only if your skin is really dry and it's really peeling and it's not coming off itself, then I'd say maybe exfoliate that particular area. Mm. But your skin exfoliates itself. It does shed its own. So you don't need to do that to your skin. Okay. Like you're literally just damaging it. Okay. That's yeah. good to know. And do you feel like what you eat and what you drink is as important as what you put on so your skin? So what are, you, what are some good things to eat and 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 drink yeah so i'd say things that are high in nutrients obviously mm. are fantastic for just your overall body health like your skin does react to what your body's going through as well so you'll mm. notice if you're stressed out if you're feeling stressed out your body's feeling a tap away or if mm. you're eating too much junk food then you know there's a lot of oil in the food and your body starts producing more oil mm. eating too much fatty food then your skin you know what i mean starts producing more oil because it's trying to break everything down and it all everything you do in life has an effect on your skin it mm. really does genuinely i'll just say good nutrients so maybe like fruit and veg mm. and drinking a lot of water is mm. very very important for your skin i just say just the normal things that you would do to maintain a healthy body you maintain healthy skin this the exact same way there's not anything in particular i would recommend i don't have yeah i'd say you know things like things that are high in vitamin c like carrots vegetables are you know high in a lot of nutrients like vitamin a vitamin c vitamin e things that are good for the skin um another thing i want to tell people is stop using coconut oil on your face please a lot of the things that are very good for your body so 
a lot of people don't use different products for their face and for their body. You don't realize that the skin on your body and the skin in your face are very different. Mm. Like the skin on your body is a lot thicker because yeah. obviously it's covering thicker muscles and your bones that need to cover. But mm. you're literally on your face, it's like a thinner layer of the skin. It's I think mm. it's called the epidermis. Yeah, the epidermis layer on your skin is, is thinner. With men, it's thicker because obviously they have beards and their hair follicles are thicker as well. Yeah. Um. So it's a whole different ball game for men. Okay. But just in general, I would definitely say that you should use different products for your face because it's a thinner layer of skin. It's more delicate. Mm. Um, and it requires a different kind of balance, especially because your face feels a lot of... You're, you're wearing clothes all day. Most of your mm. body is co covered by clothes all day long. Mm. Your face feels a lot of the wear and tear of life and a lot of the environment a lot more than the rest of your body does. Um, so for the body, definitely you should exfoliate your body as well. I'd say mm. once a month, maybe mm. like with a sugar scrub. So mixing like sugar with olive oil, just use that to exfoliate your skin once a month. Okay. Or even if you're using on your soap, that is good at exfoliating your skin as well. Mm. But... Yeah, if you have very dry skin, I would say not to use um, soap on your whole body. I would definitely say not to use that. There are um, body washes you can use that don't contain soap. They'll mm. foam and they'll, you know what I mean? They're just as cleansing or you can buy cleansing oils. Um, but if you have dry skin, please stop using soap. It strips away at so much of the oils in mm. your skin. And people don't realize how bad soap is for dry skin. Yeah. It's very, very bad. But um, yeah, so in terms of like nutrients and that kind of stuff, just eat right. Exercise is also good for the skin. But mm. after you exercise, come home from the gym, make sure you double cleanse, even triple cleanse your skin. Because mm. sweat is a massive, massive cause of, you know, bad skin and yeah. oiliness and acne and all that kind of stuff. If you're not cleaning your face properly, then it is going to it is going to react badly. Yeah. Listen to your skin. It tells you what it wants. It, a lot of the time yeah. it does tell you what it wants. Like the main point I really want people to take away from this is if your skin is oily, it's probably dry. It's probably dehydrated. Mm. Nine out of 10 times I'll say that's the cause. People have come back to me and been like, so I was really scared about using the, the you know, all of these moisturizing products on my face, but the oiliness on my face is gone. It's like completely gone. And I'm like, I told you. I did say, I did say that that was why your skin was too oily. Don't be shy if your skin is oily of using extra oils on your face, but not coconut oil. Look into different, like Tamanu oil is really good. Yes, we yes. sell that on the site. Tamanu oil is really good. Marula oil is really yeah. good. Um, there are quite a few oils that are really good for your face, but look, like face serums that are specifically formulated for the face are more likely to be non-comedogenic. And because people use what does that mean? Non-comedogenic just means it, it doesn't clog your pores, or it okay. shouldn't clog your pores because it's very similar to the oils that your skin produces naturally anyway. Okay. Um, but and and using a light oil as well is really good because if you're using too many heavy oils on your face, then it again will clog your pores. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's kind of counterproductive. So try a light oil. Our marula oil is so light. I always tell people mm. one drop can cover your entire face. Okay, and that's why it lasts so long. Like you know, and it, it gives you like a nice even glow on your skin. Yeah. absolutely fantastic. I use it on my hair as well. Um, but and it smells so good. But yeah, definitely using it on your skin is great. But coconut oil, the great pretender. Yeah, so why not coconut oil? Because it's it's quite dense. Coconut oil is light, but it's also quite dense. It's not very moisturizing. It is really not moisturizing. You use coconut oil on your face and your skin's dry again suddenly. Mm. So you find yourself putting on co coconut oil constantly throughout mm. the day. It is very comedogenic. Coconut oil will clog your pores. Like yeah. it will. It's that I think the way that it's structured is that the um like the oil itself like the particles of the oil are quite big and they're yeah. bigger than what your skin is used to, which yeah. is why it will clog your pores because that's, you shouldn't have that much, mm. you know, of the oil on well, your face. There's so many YouTube videos that say that you can take off your you makeup. Yeah, yeah. With... Wash it off after. You can okay. take, off, take off your makeup with any oil. Yeah, so I okay. use marula oil to take off my makeup. Okay. Another one that's really good for the skin, it depends on certain people because 
it, it just try it but i would say rosehip oil as well okay. fantastic i use rosehip oil to remove my makeup i use it on my lips as well and i also use it um just because it's been really good for helping to kind of even out my skin tone in general mm. days when i can't be bothered to cream my entire face i literally just put a little bit of rosehip oil on and then put a little bit of my so i use the radiance body lotion as mm. like my moisturizer mm. and then i put my sunscreen on top and because it's all quite light oh you put sunscreen on Oh my God, I cannot believe I haven't mentioned this. We need to go back. Sunsc- in this UK, Every where there's no sun. Single, you're, not, you're not protecting yourself from the sun, my love. You're protecting yourself from UV rays. Oh, okay. Yes. So use an SPF Every single day, I'm like, at the moment, I'm trying to um, get us to come up with an SPF, like a natural yeah. SPF. But use, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. I, I mean, I can't believe I didn't say that straight yeah. away. Please, black people especially, mm. use an SPF on your face every single day. It helps to prevent hyperpigmentation. Okay. And that's a problem that a lot of black people deal with, hyperpigmentation. Mm. And um, what we don't realise is it's caused by the UV rays of the skin. We don't get, we're every, oh yeah, the skin doesn't affect black people. <laughs> we're, we're black, we don't use yeah. SPF, blah, 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 blah. But you definitely do. So it doesn't, it doesn't, help to kind of reverse the signs of it but it helps to stop it from getting worse it helps to prevent it from getting worse because uv rays are what causes a lot of hyperpigmentation in your skin and it's very very damaging um all the free radicals and stuff that's why face masks are also good for helping to kind of detox the free radicals and stuff on your face that are just damaging your skin Mm. very very damaging to your skin use an spf every single day even in the winter so carrot oil is a natural spf yes mango butter is we're going to use that maybe use a light amount or mix it with an oil like literally use the tiniest bit mix it with an oil and use it on your face like if you know you're going out at 12 use it on your face at like 10 let okay. it settle into the skin and even if you need to like blot some of it off okay and that's fine but literally use the tiniest amount but okay de- i have um the spf i use is um it's like part of this like face lotion thing from avino it's like from america so i bought yeah. it online but i use literally every single day no matter where i'm going some days i don't even cream my face i'll just put the spf on mm. and go out like that because and it has made a massive difference i have i'm not sure which eye it is hold on <laughs> you have to you have to get your eye? left and your right yeah exactly yeah. and i've got like a kind of patch around here around yeah, you're pointing to your right eye yes and it's like a patch where i had really bad hair pigmentation mm. really really bad like as in it looked like a black eye sometimes because yeah. it was so dark around the area um and then someone advised me to wear spf so i was doing my routine so i would use the marula oil on it the acai and goji berry scrub um from my range is amazing for hyperpigmentation because acai and avocado oil work very very well for mm. helping to even out the skin tone and tackle hyperpigmentation and kind mm. of reverse the signs of that um so i'd do that as a mask on my face scrub it off and i'd use marula oil and it would work and then there'd be times i'd go out and i'd be like why is this it's not making that much of a difference Mm. then i started using spf every single day and because it's not getting worse as i'm going outside and i'm not damaging my skin even more it gives it time to start evening itself out like definitely i would recommend to people not even recommend you must use an spf Mm. every single day if you want your skin to be healthy Mm. that is so important even on a non-sunny day people say but the sun's really UV rays get through the layer of, you know what I mean? Like through the ozone layer, no, regardless of mm. whether the sun's out or not, they are always in the atmosphere. Mm. They are co- constantly in the environment. Okay. Sometimes it's less, sometimes it's more. Obviously when the sun's out, it's more, but there's always, they're always present in the environment. So you okay. need to use SPF every single day. Okay. Any skincare wow. specialist will tell you this. I got work And I'm not do. even an expert. I'm just, mm. just so everyone knows, I'm not an expert. I'm just a skincare enthusiast and I've obviously got my brand and I'm learning a lot mm. through that. I definitely will be taking a qualification at some point, but yeah. at the moment I'm just looking to build up the brand based off my own personal knowledge that I've developed, yeah. which is why I always recommend to people that Go and do your own research. Do what feels best for your skin because no one knows your skin like you do. Yeah. See a dermatologist if, if it's really that serious to you. Yeah. But I would definitely say to do your own research first before you start putting all sorts of things on your face. Yeah. Look into things. And that's why I always 
recommend natural and organic products because your skin's in its most natural state anyway. So if you're yeah. using things that are already natural and already present within, you know what I mean? Like the, even things like lactic acid, people think that because it says acid on it that it's not produced naturally it is lactic yeah. acid is produced by milk you can yeah. you can get lactic acid from milk or anything any kind of dairy products like do real research into things and find out what's good for your skin even things like salicylic acid mm. very very good for helping um it's good for dry skin as well but people use it as face pills as well to exfoliate mm. the skin so face pills are good we have an enzyme protein face pill um face pills are good but you have to they are good. For, it depends. Lactic acid is better for oily skin. Mm. Salicylic acid. And what is the other one? Starts with an M. Mandelic acid. Okay. Mandelic acid is particularly good for sensitive skin. Mm. Salicylic acid is very good for um, dry skin. And also good for sensitive skin. It's what is, it's one of the compounds in aspirin, which okay. is an interesting fact. And like painkillers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and um, yeah, and lactic acid is better. For, and there's also glycolic acid as well. So if your skin is very oily, glycolic, and you want a real deep peel on your skin, like you feel like your skin is just a mess and you really want to give it a real deep peel, glycolic acid is like the top of the scale I'm for that. I'm never putting anything that has acid in the name on, on my face to peel my face. And all of a sudden, I'll, I'll just feel like I'll end up bleeding. No, do you know what? It, they, <laughs> they do it in very low concentrations. So, okay. But um, you don't do it yourself, right? Well, you can do it yourself if you're okay. doing it the right way like I said they, what they advise you to do is I would always advise to go to a dermatologist if you're using any kind of um, acid peel on your face I would always recommend to go to a dermatologist and then they can talk you through how to do it at home yourself if you want to or they can just do it for you and you can go there and do it mm -hmm. but some people start on a very low concentration so maybe start on like 10% I would always say start on 10% of like mandelic acid or something like that. Mm. Start on like a very low one of a very of a very kind of non-harsh one. So salicylic acid or mandelic acid, I would say to start on 10% of those. Mm. Then it kind of, they recommend every like, every couple of months you build up to the next concentration. So 20% mm. because your skin builds a tolerance to things. So yeah. then 20%, then 30%. I met someone that was using 100... No, they were using like 80% lactic acid pills on their skin. I was like, girl, you are on your own. <laughs> Is it, did her skin, skin look good? I mean, it, it, it looked fine. I think it must have looked a lot better than it did initially because okay. she said she used to have really bad acne and she, okay. I didn't see it like being that bad when she... Yeah. And it, she said a lot of her scarring and stuff had gone. So it depends what you're using it for. She mm. said she initially started with a dermatologist and she found out she could just buy it herself and do it at home. But I would always recommend like speaking to a professional first mm. to know what is best for your skin as well because they can tell you which one would be the best for you and how to go about using it. Yeah, it does sound really dangerous, but these things can be found in the environment mm. naturally. So look into what products that you're using, because some chemicals are literally just chemicals that have been made up in a lab and they don't exist as a, you know, as a unique compound anywhere. But there are other things that you can get, even things like um, if you want to use lactic acid in your face, using yogurt you can put yogurt on your face really? yeah you can literally leave yogurt on your face for a while and that does help to kind of even out skin tone it's got lactic acid in it so it helps to kind of peel your skin at, over time help with the evenness of your skin yeah there mm. are there are ways to do these kind of stuff you just have to find a way wow this is so extreme i know <laughs> i know um okay so let's go on to men Yes. And uh, so even this week, we had a live chat with somebody asking about what what can I put on my beard? I want I want to grow a beard. We get those questions a lot. And it's only now that we stock the glow pot at, at beauty yeah. that, that we can point them to towards a range. Something. Yeah, towards something. Yeah. But please, like these guys are really trying with their beards. They can are. you can you they give are. them a 
give them some help? Okay, so with beards, it's kind of a difficult one. So the first thing I would say is to make sure that your the, the area around your beard is properly exfoliated because it is the hair follicles. If they're blocked, then it's unlikely that the hair is going to grow properly out of them. A blocked follicle, the hair is not really going to grow. Like, mm. And it, that also is what causes ingrown hairs. Mm. So make sure that you properly exfoliate around your beard area. Um, things like argan oil are really good. So our... Um, um, beard oil contains argan oil, it contains apricot oil. I think it's got some, I cannot remember exactly what the ingredients are now. Do we have one here? Um, I th- argan oil is really good. Have. Argan oil is used to promote hair growth in general. So, um, a lot of women, thank you, um, use argan oil on their hair. Um, it's got vitamin E in it, it's got apricot kernel oil and macadamia oil. So, nut oils are very, very good for helping to promote um, and stimulate hair growth. Um, I'll say that's one good thing. Castor oil is really good as well, but don't just use castor oil on your face because that will clog your pores. Castor oil mm. is such a dense oil. Don't just use it on your skin. It's a nightmare. Mm. So I'd say mix it with something. Mm. Um, but a lot of the time with beard growth, it literally is just genetics. Like it's literally, mm. if your hair grows in that area, then the hair grows in that area. If it doesn't, mm. then it doesn't. But you can use things to make it appear fuller. So I would, I would recommend using our um, beard balm, which works as a leave-in conditioner and it helps to kind of um, it has got argan oil, so it helps to give the appearance of a fuller beard. So by making it fluffy, by making it fluffy, exactly, mm. yeah, and by helping the hair to not be so dry. Mm. Um, and you notice that, like, even with like the hair on your head, if it's not dry, it does stimulate hair growth. Like it does kind of promote the hair growth. If your hair is in a healthy state, if your scalp is healthy, same way, if your skin is healthy. Men, your area around your beard and your face in general, you have a thicker epidermis layer than women do mm. um, because of obviously of the like um, hair growth and mm. the beard area. So it is thicker. So I definitely say exfoliate in that area to make sure that everything around there is clean. Your hair follicles are not blocked and everything's all good down there. And um, that can stimulate, exfoliating can stimulate extra hair growth as well because even things like rubbing the scalp, massaging the scalp can... It, you know, help to stimulate the hair follicle. So I would definitely say exfoliate. And not every day, please just don't exfoliate anywhere every day, but exfoliate your beard maybe like twice a week around the beard area. Mm. And men forget that a lot. They'll wash their entire face, mm. but because they have the hair growing down there, they'll just leave that area. Yeah. Nasty. Your face yeah. is, it's all gathering, all the sweat and everything's all gathering at the bottom of your face. Yeah. Then you've got the hair Is that why they it. get like particular the ingrowth and underneath their chins? It's yes. like particularly exactly, there, you guys. Because everything's <laughs> gathering at this bottom area of your face yeah. and that is more likely to be, and when you touch your beard as well, you're bringing it all towards that area. Mm. So one of my friends, he's been using... Um, the scrub. So I gave him, I think the men's face scrub, men's face wash and the men's moisturizer. And he said he's noticed that he doesn't get ingrown hairs around that area anymore yeah. because he's exfoliating his face. He's washing his face. Mm. He's making sure that his face is properly moisturized and also moisturize the area around your beard because if that place is dry, nothing's going to grow there. You just be itching it all day and it will just be irritated and irritated skin does not do well. Irritated hair follicles, it, they won't grow as well. Yeah. Um, and he said, yeah, he's noticed that then he uses the beard oil as well. Um, and yeah, it does help. And even the beard shampoo really, really helps to really detox that area and make sure that it's really clean, clean your hair follicles. It helps to um, prevent the irritation caused by um, shaving. Mm. Um, so yeah, I just would say to make sure that that area is calm and soothed. Even, even after shaving, if you use like the beard balm or you can use aloe vera mm. on that particular area, just to soothe the skin, make sure it's not like red and grumpy and irritated and just annoyed. I guess as women, we could also use that for like armpits. Oh, definitely. Legs. So before I would another thing I would say is um, exfoliate before you shave. A lot of people make mm-hmm. the mistake of exfoliating after they shave. Okay, this that 
area is already irritated. Do you mm. know what I mean? Once you shave, that area is already irritated. So exfoliating on top of that mm. kind of can, you know what I mean? Like it can, it's just, it's kind of like scratching it. It's the same sort of like a scratching. As long as you're generally exfoliating, then that's fine. But I'll definitely say to exfoliate before because that means that the, the pores are kind of cleaner. So you're mm. not kind of just dragging okay. all away at all the, yeah. oh, nasty. Um, and it also <laughs> helps to kind of, once, once it's cleaner, then the hair follicles are kind of going to be not more open, but they're going to be like, less blocked if that makes sense okay. so they're going to be less inside preventing the hair from coming out okay um so yeah i would definitely say to do that as well so exfoliate first and then shave exfoliate wash your face and then shave don't shave a dirty face because your razors like you're just literally dragging dirt all over mm. your face it's not not good don't do too much of a close shave as well because that also really really irritates your skin yeah Yes. Wow, we have learnt a lot, a lot. today. Yes. Thank you very much. For the sake You're of time, welcome. we're going to have to wrap it up. But, but um, where people are, may want to be asking you questions. I know you're always on Twitter. I am. I am. <laughs> um, also, so you can contact me on the Glowpot um, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mm. You can send messages on the Glowpot website. So it's www.theglowpot.com. Mm-hmm. You can email me at inquiries at theglowpot.com or at offer me at theglowpot.com. That's O F O M E mm-hmm. at theglowpot.com. Um, yeah, or you could just tweet me at my normal um, Twitter, which is foams xoxo. And yeah, that's that's me for today. But if you need brilliant. any advice, please feel free to ask me whenever. As again, I just want people to know I'm not an expert. I'm just an enthusiast. I'm just a literally a skincare geek. That's it. It's not, <laughs> not not an actual qualification. Brilliant. And remember, you can find the Glowpot range on be- the beauty website, yes. so you can now buy your hair products and your skin products at the same place. Fantastic. We aim to please. <laughs> um, so thank you, Afemi. Take care, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye. Okay, guys. So to reach the beauty website, all you got to do is type in www.beautybyoti.co, beauty.co. I look forward to seeing you. Bye.